Welcome to That Anime Podcast. This is the full review for Demon Slayer Season 2, The Entertainment District Arc. In this episode, we cover Episode 3 titled, What Are You? Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I'm your host Jordo and here with me as always are my co-hosts, sorry co-host and Ken, the baby brother Brennan. Colton is not able to join us for this one but Brennan how are you today? Good just a day after Christmas for both of us so just Getting back in town, settling back in, getting ready for the work week to start back up. Letting that dread set in. Shoot, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know the last time we did this, but it is, it is 8.30 p.m. on a Sunday, and usually we have the episode out by now, but we're having to record late because of availability reasons. We all were not available due to the holidays and multiple Christmases, so we're doing it for you anyways, though. It's late. And today is also unique because Brennan actually took the show notes for, for this episode. Brennan, what did you think about watching it while having to take notes? It's a lot different, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I mean, I was trying to, but I was right at the beginning. I was like, shit, I got to just watch it. Or I'm not <laughs> even going to know what happened. Like, I just got to watch it and I'll be better than off if I try to like write everything down or because I was going to take true notes. I would watch it back to back. I would watch it and then take notes. I'd watch it free the first time. It's probably the real way to do it, but I didn't have time for that. I actually watched uh, episode two right before, rewatched episode two. Darby hadn't seen it yet, so we just watched that and then went straight into episode three. So I had a little refresher from last week, not that I needed it, into this one. Nice. Yeah, I. so usually we always talk about with openings and endings, usually by the third or fourth episode is when you know whether it's a banger or not. What are your thoughts on the opening and ending for this season? I've only, uh, shit, I still can't say on the ending because I watched like kind of it after episode two and then I didn't watch it after episode three, but the opening's pretty much, I need to keep watching. I like it, but I can't tell if I like the music or if it's just because the opening, it's like a good opening in general, like the animation, but I think it's going to be good either way. I'm not ready to say it's better than season one opening, but. Season one opening's hard to be. I definitely am leaning toward the side now of damn this this song's good. I I like it. It's catchy, but it's not catchy enough to where I'm I like remember it yet. So I mean three yeah, episodes maybe after tell next you how week it starts. I know it's like a yeah, da da da, but I know I like it. So I'll have to download the episode or like that artist song on our Spotify playlist. So I can listen to it and really decide if if it's a banger, if it's worthy of being compared to Lisa. Um, you ready to dive into episode three titled What Are You? Yeah, I mean, basically it started off with a uh, 
I guess we didn't, I didn't know who she was at the time or if that, who she was, but basically, like, from my perspective, it was somebody confronting the, uh, what do they call them? The head, the head, the head bitch the in Oiren. charge. The Oiren. The Oiren. The Oiren, yeah, she was confronting the Oiren about, like, the disappearing girls um, from the house, basically, and it was, uh, obviously, we were supposed to know it was a flashback because it was all in gray. Yeah. And then, uh. Did they? Did she kill her right then too? I think or that was. was I think that was Machio. That was. They were showing us Machio, um, who was interrogating her. But I'm not sure, honestly. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm mixed up. Yeah, that girl asked her, and then that girl just disappeared, and the doors opened, and only one girl walked out. And uh-huh. That's how that very first. That's how that very first scene ended. So yep. already, they're kind of revealing to us that this girl's the demon. And she wasn't really in, she wasn't really in episode two that much. So it wasn't like we should have known, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just kind of like, new bitch, like, <laughs> this is going to be the, this is going to be one of the demons, because I mean, we didn't necessarily know it was the demon at this point. Yeah, they're not, even by the end of the episode, they're not making it completely clear who or how many demons there are. They just... Like, we know for sure, for certain, that that Warabhime girl that bitch slapped Zenitsu is a demon. Because... Yeah, she's the upper six. Yeah, she's upper six, so that means she is ranked number six out of the 12 Kizuki. Or the 12 moons. So that's the one... Yeah. So we know she's, like, the main the main villain of the arc, I would, I would say, unless there's some curveball in there. I mean, she's upper but. six, yeah. That would... That would if there They're are other her demons, is the main villain. Yes, and they did a good job of it. Like I'm, I'm interested to like as her as a villain. Like it's, we'll get into her like backstory, but she's been around for quite a while, basically doing the same, the same sham in different houses over time. Yeah, and, and what gives her she's away kind of is that legendary. Uh, yeah, so she always picks Hime as the like ending of her name, and then I guess whenever she gets mad, she cocks her head to the side. And makes like an yeah. evil eye or something. He may, I don't know. I always say this. It's I think it means princess or at one point princess has always had he may in their name, and hmm. that's probably why she chooses it. I just learned that from like Bleach, like Aura Hime, and I remember in one episode she was like, "Oh, you're you a princess? You're a Hime too." So I've always just took that and ran with it my whole anime career. You're probably right. It's got something to do with royalty for sure. Yeah, to get back on track, uh, then once it gets, you know, past that flashback of Grey, it's back to just daytime. Starts off with that dude, we actually saw him in episode two, who's like reading his book, just like, I, they kind of just make him out to be a perv, you know, <laughs> running the district, running the district, looking around for yeah. something to get into, essentially. And then he's the one who... Uh, gets punched. Yeah, well, he ends up getting in the way of... Inoko. Uh, Inosuke. Yeah, Inoko, which is just like shit. Which, to go to that, it's like, was that War I don't even know how to say her name. War of Hime. War of Hime. Was that her? Does she, like, so she's, like, in different houses, or there is demons, or she has some underground tunnels that she's, like, traveling from house to house. Yeah, so whenever he punched that guy in the face, it showed us, because he could sense it, and it kind of showed us what his senses looked like, and he knew he missed it. 
And whenever it traveled yeah. down the wall, it was in the shape of like those scarf things that were holding yeah, Machio ribbons. in. Yeah, the I think they're called so Obies. So I'm curious if she has like other girls that are demons that have similar powers that she's granted, or well, little minions. Or yeah, if she runs all three of those houses, like she's moving around all three somehow. Yeah, it I mean, was because. Right now, she just beat, smacked the tar out of, you know, she smacked the shit out of Zenitsu, but, I mean, we're almost led to believe, too, that that was who Inoko was chasing in his house. Yeah, that's what I'm unclear about. I, and again, I've read the manga, but I don't remember all of the details. When you read a manga with as many volumes as Demon Slayer had, and it's not that many, it all kind of blurs together, and you just get the general gist of, like, the end. And so, like, these events that are happening right now, they're important, but I don't remember the fine details. So I, it felt like to me in this episode, they were hinting at either Warabhime is the demon, or like you said, she's got minions, or there are multiple. But it, I guess it could make sense that she would be the only one because of how she travels. I mean, she was traveling through the ceilings and the walls to get around during the daytime. Yeah, I mean, I think if there are other demons, then they're, like, way lesser, like... They're not living. They're not like in a spotlight like her. Like she's like a well-known person. I don't think any other demons are like people of stature like her. They're probably just some regos yeah. that run the town at night. Maybe a couple cleaning ladies here and there that can easily hide away. Yeah, that that poor bastard that took that punch from Inosuke. He's he's dead, right? <laughs> I don't know. Probably he's probably not. He probably could have been dead, but he'll be. I think. I feel like, I don't know if he's manga canon, but I feel like he's going to be in a couple more episodes, just like lurking around, like lurking in the different houses. And yeah, he's, he's, got a, he's got a pervy looking face. Well, I mean, they, obviously that's what he's doing. Like he's, I don't know what book he's reading, but probably uh, addresses or something. Make out paradise, I'm, I think. That's what I thought in episode two, but then now that he was in that place looking for a gal, I was like, shit, maybe he was. Who fucking knows? Yeah, he's got, if he comes for money or not, or if he's a, if he's a bum. Yeah, and at the beginning when they had uh, Makio tied up, um, as Inoko was approaching, she was like, "If you make a sound, I'll pulverize you." But he just opens up and barges in, and I guess and so we don't know if she he the demon pulverized her or not, but we know that the demon fleed when he threw the bowl of soup at the ceiling. Yeah, so basically it just started, it just played the exact same scene from the end of last episode, uh-huh. and then it added that in at the end, and then yeah, he went in, and then we were first like, oh shit, he's in the wrong place, and then the attic. Yep. So I don't know, I mean, I don't think she would have killed her, but I don't know what she would have done with her either. You just take her with her, I guess? Yeah, because I guess she's, she's trying to find out who she was writing the letters to. So I don't think she can kill her without finding out first. Yeah, she probably doesn't need to yet. I mean, she can do it any time, so I'm sure she's just keeping her alive for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I was like, damn, if he's already going to bust in here and like square up, like this, this arc's <laughs> getting started fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, Z- <laughs> and then Zenitsu, too, I was like, shit, is he about to square up? Because that was before we knew she was, uh, I keep skipping around, but essentially this We'll skip back to Zenitsu's house. What is he in the Makio house or something? The to- the Takito. Takito. The Ogimoto house. I think oh wait, you're right. The Ogimoto is where Zenitsu, the Tokito house is where 
Tanjiro yeah, so is. Ba- after that happens, it goes back to the Ogimoto house, and right before we cut back, to, right before we cut to Inoko, Zenitsu heard a girl crying, so his ears perked up. Yeah, he's got uh, that super he, uh, superhuman hearing ability. Yeah, and he was saying how he like got caught up playing that instrument, and he needed <laughs> to like refocus on the mission, and that, and then this is where he reveals that the owner had died two days previous, so we didn't know that last episode. Correct. So I'm assuming the girl that took him in is now dead. Yep. And we find out how that happened later. But then he drops that on us, and then he goes in, sees the girl crying, he's like, holy shit, it looks like a tornado went through this bitch. And, like, the girl's crying on the ground. And then I don't know, how does that, that girl just walks in behind her? Yeah, she walks in behind her and is like, why is this place still dirty? Yeah, so then we, right away, we're like, oh, shit, she's a demon for sure. Yeah, she picks up that girl by the ear, and her ear's, like, ripping off. It's bleeding, and that's when Zenitsu, like, goes into his... It kind of felt like his unconscious mode, where he just acts, and he grabs Warabhime by the wrist and says, please let the girl go, where we don't see his eyes. That's what I was wondering. Like, I was like, shit, he's being pretty brave right now, which was fine with me, like, character development... And then uh, once she knocked him out, she was like, he was unconscious, but I can tell that uh, that didn't do much damage to him, mm-hmm. like when she hit him in the face. And then she already deduced that he's a demon slayer. Yep. So also when he, when he grabbed her wrist too, I was like, holy shit, like now he's about to, but then I kept thinking like they don't, neither of them have their Nietzsche or in sword either. So I was like, I don't know if, Inosuke probably could have went hand to hand, but I don't know about Zenitsu. Yeah, because they're not actually, they weren't actually even sent in to fight or slay any demons. They're just supposed to get intel, so I don't even know where their Nichiren swords are. And they probably left him back at the Wisteria house, honestly. And then, what's his name? Tengen will show up with them when the time comes. Something. But we, we get that flashback of how the owner of the house was killed, and um, we kind of already touched on that, but... She basically found out that Warbhime wasn't human, and she's like, are you human? And that's when Warbhime takes her outside and is like, a smart person would keep that kind of information to themselves, but apparently you're not smart, and then drops her. That's true, though. It's just like, damn. Like, why are you even going to say anything? I know. What the? You got literally nothing to gain. You're not going to be able to kill her. She's been alive that long. She had a knife behind her back as if, like, that was going to do anything. I, yeah, just like getting the hell out of there, just keeping your mouth shut or warning the people not to piss her off. Like, hey, she'll kill you. Yeah, and it sounded like she knew it was a demon. If I live in a world where there's like, it's even like rumored that demons exist, and you know that demon slayers for sure exist, write a letter to a demon slayer and be like, hey, I'm pretty sure I've got like a legendary demon living in my house. She doesn't know that I know. Could you send one of your best to come kill her? Don't freaking confront mm. her yourself when you have a, just a knife. It's pretty sorry, too, that no one's ever discovered that. Like, she ain't, she ain't that well hidden. Like, Zenitsu knew, and, like, he's supposed to... I'm skipping ahead to uh, Muzin saying how regular people wouldn't be able to tell the difference, but a Hashira would be able to right away from a demon. But Zenitsu, who's... I, I don't know the rankings, but obviously a lower-level demon slayer, immediately knew as soon as their presence was behind him. He was like, this is a fucking demon. Yeah, and Muzan also said that demons, even high-ranking ones, can't tell the difference between a normal human and a demon slayer unless they're at the level of a Hashira. 
Oh, he's saying that demons couldn't tell the difference. Correct. He's saying that um, demons can't tell unless they're uh, I thought he was saying he, I thought Hashiras couldn't. I thought normal humans couldn't tell if someone was a demon unless they were a Hashira. No, I, I'm not sure about the demons being able to tell, but I am positive about the, he said the, or the, I'm not sure about the Hashira being able to tell, but he did say that we demons can't distinguish between a human and a demon slayer unless it's the level of a Hashira, but we can tell blood types, genes, and disease. Things that other humans also- can't see. She also knew that he was a demon slayer and said, but not the level of a Hashira, so she obviously just proved him wrong, if that's the case. No, she didn't know he was a demon slayer until after she smacked the shit out of him and realized he wasn't hurt. Oh, yeah, true. She was like, like, he's a demon slayer, but he's not a Hashira. Yeah, she said he's no civilian. Yes. But she didn't know because at first she was like, you're ugly. Like, what what are you doing here? You're better off dead. She's just been up in there killing people, I get basically. Yep. For centuries, for all we know. Oh yeah, I mean, but yeah. They 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 made it sound like she's like a legend, like the legendary Oiren that lives among yeah, the humans. Good, yeah, I mean, it's a good little backstory, and I the opening and ending keep hinting at or little backstories for Tengen Izui too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm hype about getting. Getting to learn that it looks tragic, it looks very shinobi esque. Yeah, and you know, I one. I heard today from my brother in law that the English dub actor for Tengen Izui is Ray Chase. It is Ray Chase. That's I what, think I knew that. I think I've seen Ray uh, post about it. Yeah. So you know, you know, he's good. Oh yeah, shit's gonna be hella good. They don't build they don't build Kunoichi like that in the Hidden Leaf though. No, not that Jack. <laughs> not I don't, you, can't, you can't get that hidden leaf vest over you if you have chest that big. <laughs> he doesn't wear a, a cloak either. He just wears the like the Demon Slayer garb with the sleeves cut off. Yep. Did you notice that? Yeah, he doesn't wear like a kimono. And you know his hair is like a band. He's got it all covered. Those are bandages that hold his hair down. Hmm. I mean, he's good. It's cool character design. The more I look at it, the more it grows on me. Oh yeah, he's he's fucking awesome. I'm excited to see him fight. I'm also ready to see the the trio of the the young demon slayers fight and see what all those months of training did did for their their new level ups. Um, yeah, they should be pretty good. I don't know. Hopefully, they get to at least help with this demon to some degree. I mean, if not, I'm sure there'll be some other high-level demons there to square up with. So I'm thinking next episode, there's going to have to be some sort of sword play. Did you think anything of it that Tanjiro is the only one that didn't really get any action at all? (laughs) Yeah, I put in in the notes that he was just cleaning and, like, doing a good job. Like, I mean, like, what's next? The boy's a workhorse, man. Yeah, she's just like, shit. This kid just wants to keep doing shit, but yeah, his house is going to be slow. The other two, though, are getting all the action, so I don't know how that's going to play out. Yeah, and we still, even after this episode, we've still only heard of one of the wives. We don't know where the other ones are. Yeah, it's true, too. We don't know. Well, one of them, they think committed Ashinuke, though, and then the other one we know is tied up. 
And then the third one, nothing at all. Yep. But overall, I I like the episode. It gave us some good information. Anytime Muzin appears, it gets me yeah, excited. So he, I mean, he came in and told us her name is Docky. Is it, I don't know, maybe it was a typo, but I put Docky. Yeah, it is Docky. And then that she's disposed of seven Hashira in her lifetime. That's, I mean, that's a pretty good stat, I'd say. You think that uh, Muzin has a love interest with her based on what he said to her, like how she's the most beautiful of demons? Nah, he doesn't. He's just using her? He doesn't, I don't know. I just don't know why he would. He's, I mean, he's out there clapping human cheeks. Has like families and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he's he clapping any demon cheeks? I don't know. He makes they're all technically related to him since he gives them their blood. So probably not. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. It kind of seemed like to me like maybe he he treats her like he shit, at least though. he at least uh it seemed like It'd he respects like a, her. He said you're one of my you're one of my best because she's killed seven Hashira. Yeah, she's like. I mean, I, I, she's like a more obedient, and I guess the way her, just like her method of getting humans is probably real s- secret. I mean, it is. It's been working for a long time. Whereas like Akasa, you know, I think his is more so just running out in the wild and squaring up, killing people in public. You just know snatching I mean? people. <laughs> yeah, whereas she can just like do it in secrecy. Like no one ever bats an eye, and she's been doing it for years. So he probably like respects the grind. Yeah, and the subtleties of it. Shoot, I if know, I was if a demon, like her. if I was a demon, I would. I feel like I'd be pretty good at never getting caught. I mean, she does have the perfect thing though, because the the hard part would be living and blending in with society, but never being able to go out into the daylight. Like that would be a huge obstacle to overcome. Yeah, she doesn't have to. They'd only work at night. Yep, she just and stays in her room all day. That shit's easy. Yeah, I don't know that there's a better scam going on among the demons for literally getting humans to come to you and your lifestyle and occupancy or like occupation fitting perfectly with the nightlife. And she's only six. So she's not as strong as Akaza. Yeah, because Akaza was ranked three. But. She definitely was more evil after Muzin gave her more blood because he said, you'll be more cruel than ever. And then she was. She was all mean. And then in an instant, whenever her boss was like, please help me save face before the customers. Yeah, Yeah. before the customers come in, she like flips a switch and goes completely back to just being normal, sweet Oiren that all of the public sees. Is she just like, what does she do? Just like have like nobody's. Nobody's sleeping with her, are they? <laughs> I mean, she's probably dang- she's probably killing. It'd be them, dangerous. I don't dangerous know. Dangerous as hell, though. You don't think word would get around? Like, anytime someone sleeps with her, like they don't come back the next day. That's true. I don't, I have no idea how she's pulling it off because they. You feel like it's the Oiren would be like technically the most used person if they moved to that. So I feel like it's if you're like that status, you don't you do less of that and more of other stuff. I guess I don't know, like. Like the playing the music, the arts, and the shamisen. Shit, I don't know. It sucks that it's like they're not getting into that part of it, which is fine. You know, it doesn't need to, but just give me a better, better understanding about what she's doing. Yeah, and like what she does for the clients. 
You know, we also didn't see Tangan at all this episode. We didn't? No. I don't think we did. You're right. He, he didn't. Kinda got, it went by. The episode went by super fast because a lot happened, but not a lot happened at the same time. Yeah, and the next episode is called, like, Tonight, right? I didn't see. I mean, see. I did see, but I didn't write it down. I don't remember. It is called, yeah, Tonight. So, and it actually. Something's about it, to happen. That it actually night. has aired tonight, so we could, we could watch it tonight, but. Um, yeah, I stopped. I was going to because I would rather it be fresher for the next set. Yeah. So, but definitely some, some shit's going to go down on an episode that's titled Tonight. Yeah, shit's going down on the night of nights. Either Makio is getting killed, Tanjiro is going to find something because it's going way too well at his house, or Zenitsu. I mean, Zenitsu's pretty much, he knows that he has found the demon. Because he even, yeah, he when he walked a... in the room, he was like, this is what it feels like to be in the presence of an upper, an upper 12. He should just be gone. Like He needs to wake up and be gone. Like I guess he's looking for the wives, but it's just like, Dude, like you're still a demon slayer. Like you just can't let her kill like fifty more people, you know, undercover. Yeah, I'm sure he's gonna next episode. He's gonna tell Tanguin like, "Hey, I didn't find your wife, but I found I found the demon <laughs> that probably knows where your wife is." I was really thinking they were gonna show something about the candy this episode too. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, from that? Yeah, whenever they gave the candy on the last oh. one. Because, like I said, I watched episode two again, and whenever Zenitsu got out of the car, and those girls were catcalling him, they're like, oh, yellow boy, and they're like, come up here, this way, and then one of them even said, we have candy. So I was like, oh, shit, like, is that, like, a thing? And then, as we know, they gave Tantra the candy, and they're like, go eat it in your room. In secret. So I was like, oh, shit, is this candy going to be, like, some type of drug, or some type of spell type thing that gets people to stay, or I don't who knows, or gets them addicted to that place? You might be like, onto Vegas. something. I don't know, it just seems weird that they would mention it, like, three times in one episode in, like, some way, and then be secretive about it. Yeah. It's like some crack coke. I think it's like some crack cocaine for, like, the little kids, <laughs> so they get addicted to the lifestyle, because they're like, let me, get, let me get some of that candy. Yeah, she's like, I already gave you some candy, and they're like, well, I want more, damn it. But... Yeah, it's basically the episode uh, Zenitsu knows that's a demon. You know, we know her name. She killed seven Hashira. She's a force to be reckoned and with, and we'll see. We'll see who gets to she's fight got her. A body on her too. Yeah, they they made sure to to show everybody. Oh yeah, I know how, how she was built. <laughs> well, I mean, she is the oiler, and she's got to lure in men. So that's yeah, true. It's true. But everybody, go follow us on Instagram, That Anime Podcast. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Um, we hope everybody had a Merry Christmas and will have a great start to the new year. I'm Jordo. Brennan. We are the Evans Bros. Everybody tune in next week for more awesome episodes centered around anime. Continue to listen to us weekly on our Demon Slayer episodes. We do it week by week through the entire season. Um... Anything else from you, Brennan? Nope, that's it. All right, everybody. Peace out. (laughs)